In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 236th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons will be playing the Los Angeles Chargers 3-9 and on Sunday at 425 p.m. 425 afternoon game and we're going to title this episode what happened to the chargers this was a team on the come they were 12 and 4 in the second year of coach anthony lynn they went 9 and 7 the first year Uh, but since that appearance in the playoffs they have gone 8 and 21 that's right, 8-21, and 21. and the Falcons are going to be facing a pretty mad team. They were beat 45 to nothing by the New England Patriots, the worst loss in franchise history. Uh, if they're pros, they're going to come out and try to fight. They're 45 to 0 uh, just 12-4 and four in 2018. They got rid of the quarterback, got rid of Phillip Rivers. Uh, was trying to go into the season with Tyrod Taylor as the quarterback. But their doctor punctured his lungs uh, in, in a, um, you know, a medical accident. And they had to start their sixth overall pick, Justin Herbert, sooner than they wanted. He's uh, played pretty good, but... Uh, that wasn't the plan. A lot of things, a lot of things haven't gone according to plan uh, for Coach Lynn this season, and so much so that they're openly talking about his dismissal. And Coach Lynn, uh, if you uh, got to see him on uh, Hard Knocks before the season, you saw he's a straight-up stand-up guy, Bill Purcell's disciple. Uh, so you hate to see him uh, be fired here. Now it um you know I got some thoughts on that. It seems like a quick hook for a guy that uh you know went 12 and 4 just 2 years ago. He's got he's missing seven core guys that are going trying to play ball through the pandemic. Some of his veteran coaches who we know can coach um are having problems teaching virtually. Uh they their special team situation was a mess. They removed uh uh, good friend George Stewart from the uh, special teams job and made him a senior analyst. We all know Coach Stewart can coach. He's been coaching for years, was the uh, 49er special teams coach for years, coached with the Falcons at wide receiver, coached up with the Minnesota Vikings. So we know he can coach, but um, when you lose that many core guys and you're playing backups to backups on special teams, then you got uh, you got a problem. But, you know, it's how they're doing it. They're, you know, 10 men on the field, 12 men on the field, miscommunications. Um, you know, they're looking disorganized. So, you know, the coaching is being questioned. So, But, um, 
you know, it's hard this year for coaches. And it's clearly hard here for the Chargers. Uh, we're going to look at them here. Look at, um, well, I kind of went into my first item already. Coach Lynn on the hot seat. Uh, we got the announcers for this game. We'll look at some of the uh, stats for the, the Chargers. And uh, we'll look at Justin Herbert. We'll do our tale of the tape. And uh, we'll look at some of the local players uh, uh, on the team. We'll, we have some audio courtesy of the San Diego Chargers website of Joey Bosa and Coach Lynn. And, man, their Monday presser was sad, 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 sad. 45 or nothing there. Bosa was, wow, well, I'm going to let y'all hear. We're not going to hear the whole 15 minutes. We got we got three uh, and kind of gives you a good feel of the uh, tone there out in Los Angeles uh, with the Chargers. And Coach Lynn, they asked him about Herbert. They asked him about his job. It was, whoo, the, um, the block is hot in L.A. for Coach Lynn and his troops. But, yeah, let's go. Coach Lynn on the hot seat. He went 9-7, and 12-4, went to the playoffs, lost to the Patriots, 5-11, and then they're 3-9 and nine here. So they're eight and twenty-two over the um, last two seasons. I tweeted out a couple of stories, one from the LA Times and one from the Riverside paper on my Twitter account. You know, uh, Mr. Alexander and uh, the LA Times beat writer. I followed them because uh, sometimes you, you just need to read and subscribe from the local papers. Uh, in the old days, we all used to talk and share notes, but now we just go on the internet. So. You know, three and nine, forty-five, zero worst loss in franchise history. Yeah, just twelve and four in two thousand and eighteen. Now they got seven core guys out. This is a reason why you know the injury thing. You know, everybody gets injuries, but not like this. The doctor doesn't puncture the lung of your quarterback. Uh, but Derwin James, the safety's out for second year in a row. Melvin Ingram, right after getting his deal, and then Mike Pounce, uh, Mike Pouncey, the center, is out. So you know those are those are three big ones. Just, you, if you got James and Ingram on defense, then your defense all of something better. Uh, they lost six games by uh, one score or or less. You know, so that goes to not being able to to pull those out. Special teams a hot mess. And, yeah, we know George Stewart can coach. So, um, you know, you got deep reserves out there, and it, it might be a talent issue and not so much a coaching one. And so um, there it is. It's a Wow, I was depressing <laughs> listening to uh, the press conferences on Monday from L.A. Good friend Jim Trotter jumped in there. Looks like Coach Lynn is going to take over the special teams. He coached special teams for Denver. They were talking about uh, whether they were going to look at this game or uh, take the ball to the cemetery and bury it and forget about it. He he wasn't. He said he's with three teams that have done that before, but he didn't plan to do that. So here for uh, we'll go into. The announcers for the game. Well, let's go ahead and I'm gonna get the get the audio ready here. We'll go into that. We'll hear Joey Bosa first. Got two minutes and 39 seconds of Joey Bosa. Chargers defensive end, two-time Pro Bowler from the Ohio State University. 
has 7.5 sacks to lead the team. That's really Sucks not to be out there playing, playing for something this time of year. Um, uh, definitely, definitely makes it harder, obviously. Just uh, the everyday grind of it all, of course. But uh, I don't know. I, I think. I mean, it's it, it would be another thing if we're far away. We're, we're so close. I mean, we have great players. Um, Chargers. Now the game's going to be called on, on Fox Sports TV and the play-by-play uh, -play person is this isn't a crew y'all are familiar with. Uh, I haven't seen them. Um, uh, the Falcons haven't had them in a while so they mostly probably do West Coast games. But Joe Davis, Brock Hewitt, the old uh, Washington quarterback, and Jenny Taft will be your sideline reporter for this one. So, that's your Fox crew. Let's move on to some of the players. And then we'll look at the quarterback separately because he's uh, we met him at the Senior Bowl last year. And so, some AJC stuff on him, videos out there uh, from the Senior Bowl, him and Jalen Hurts last year. Jalen got named the quarterback in Philly today. So, we'll support for one game against the Saints. 
So, top receiver is Keenan Allen, 90 catches for 923 and 7 touchdowns. Uh, the running backs, Joshua Kelly, a rookie out of UCLA. He's got 109, 109 carries for 346 yards and 2 touchdowns. Uh, Austin Eckler has 71 carries for 328 yards and 1 touchdown. Uh, they think they can get more out of the tight end, Hunter Henry. Uh, you know, I think him and Hooper came out the same year. Uh, Henry went before Hooper. Uh, Hunter Henry's got 49 catches for 507 yards and three touchdowns. So those are the key weapons. Uh, Mike Williams, a kid from Clemson's, the other wide receiver. Uh, but those are the key weapons for the Los Angeles Chargers. Now on the defensive side of the ball, um, it's never good, it's never, never, ever good when two of your top three tacklers are the safeties. So, Rashawn Jenkins is the leader with safety with 51. Linebacker Kenneth Murray's uh, second with 50. And uh, safety Nasir Adderley. He's got 45. Nasir came out of Delaware, cousin of the great Herb Adderley, who passed this year. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Nasir is off to a good start in his career with the Chargers. Now, uh, and Justin Herbert, let's go to the quarterback here. Sixth overall pick out of Oregon. Uh, might be the best quarterback in the draft based on the first small, you know, the small sample size. Uh, two is hurt. But uh, he's playing. I was hurt. He is playing now. But um, is uh, you know clearly finding his way. Whereas Herbert looks uh, pretty much like a natural here, um, or at least he's putting up some respectable numbers. Uh, no win, so you can't. You know, if you two and nine, you can't really. You know, uh, Peyton Manning had a tough first year too. So they can fig You can figure out a lot of stuff when you got the quarterback, and it looks like they got the quarterback. So, uh, if they do fire Lynn, hold these injuries against him, the mismanagement and, and so forth, this will be an attractive job because they got the quarterback. The kid is uh, 295 and 455, 3,224 yards, completing 64.8% of his passes. Uh, yeah, 6'6 to 36 kid, um, 23 touchdowns. Nine interceptions, a 94.2 rating. Now, he's mobile. That was a, a, a concern, uh, but he ran some spread at Oregon. We saw him run a little bit in the um, the bowl game last year, but he's uh, 41 carries for 185 yards and three touchdowns. Um, you know, the talk about him, he's a real smart kid. I think his brother was a doctor or studied uh, somebody with some medicine background and family history there. And um, they were concerned about his ability to rally the team and he's kind of shy kid. And, you know, they had all these stupid leadership questions about him. But it uh, doesn't look like that's going to be an issue for him. Once the players see that he can play, um, you know, they'll rally around him. So, uh, that's why I went six and not one or two. So um, Justin Herbert, we'll see him on Sunday when the Falcons go out to L.A. Now let's look at the stats here. Um, 
The Chargers have been playing, you know, they well, they play tough and then lose with by heartbreakers, and then the special teams have just been killing them. But um, they got some pretty good numbers here. Um, we will start right now with our tail of the tape. Uh, <clears throat> the Falcons are the 13th in scoring, 25.9, 11th in uh, total offense, uh, 371.3. Uh, 25th rushing 100.7 uh, net passing their seventh in the league at 270.6 in uh, time of possession their 12th at 30 minutes and 54 seconds Chargers are fourth 32.02 and coach Lynn said hey they uh, they they got a smallest offensive line so you know they try to get a lead and stay out in front and and, and do it that way. Uh, hasn't been working, but that's the plan. So against the Chargers defense, the Chargers defense is uh, 28th, 27th in scoring at 28.8 points a game. Uh, offensively, they are ninth, giving up 338.6 a game. Uh, 23rd uh, rushing team, 124.2. So, hmm. Falcons might be able to run on them. But the Falcons are 25th, so you got the 25th rushing attack going against the 23rd rushing defense. So I don't know how that's going to look. <laughs> you got uh, They got a top-rated pass defense, 214.4 yards. Uh, they break up a lot of balls. They look good back there. So you got the 7th-rated pass offense going against the 5th-rated pass defense. So that's even. The offense, is uh, that's a draw. Uh, right there. So I think uh, where where the where, where the gate where where's going to flip is special team. So just can't look uh, wait to talk to Bernie Parmalee this week. So the Chargers uh, offensively with Herbert running the show. The unfortunate situation with Tyrod Taylor. That's who I want to know is going to get fired. Is that doctor going to get fired? That puncher, the starting quarterback's lung. Uh, that's what I want to know. Uh, not. Um, whether Coach Lynn is gonna get fired, he's got he, he's got a case, but uh, the you know we we, we let's get back to the tiller tape. Chargers twenty three point one points a game, twenty second total offense. They're seventh, three eighty six point two. Uh, yeah, Keenan Allen's gonna be a problem. <laughs> uh, Russian fifteenth, one hundred thirteen point three. And then uh, net passing 272.9. They're third. The rookies through doing it. So third. So you, there you go. That that that's gonna be the the deal there. Can their third ranked pass offense move the ball on the Falcons' 30th ranked pass defense? That should be. That's the mismatch right there. What the Falcons do on pass defense. So they are um, 28. The Falcons uh, pass defense 285.3 yards a game. That's 30th. The uh, Russian defense is 12th, 109.2. After, you know, the Saints uh, ran the ball pretty good on them last week. They dropped out of the top 10. Now, um, the total uh, offense is uh, they're giving up 394.4 yards a game, which is 27th. 
And then points-wise, 25.2, that's, that's 17th. So that's it. It's taking the um, 30th-ranked pass defense, hold down the 30th, or excuse me, the third-ranked pass offense, the rookie. So uh, Keenan Allen, Michael Williams, Hunter Henry, what are you going to do with that? Uh, you know, Falcons been playing pretty good, so we'll, we'll see. That'll be the matchup. But that's the one that jumps off here on the stat sheet. Now, turnover differentials, the Falcons are moved into the top ten. That's got to be part of your winning formula. They are plus five. They got that turnover late, and the offense couldn't go down and score. Uh, so the off the problems for the Falcons right now on offense. Defense is getting it done. They couldn't go down and score against the um, Saints twice. Uh, didn't look good. Five field goals against the Raiders. The defense uh, won that game. Uh, fell down on it. Didn't and didn't fall down against Detroit. So you know, since Coach Morris has taken over, the offense is. Uh, you know, kind of stayed in the funk. You know, of course, Julio's been hurt. That hasn't helped them much. Uh, so, but that's uh, that's the tail of the tape here. That's how that one breaks down. Can't really tell the special teams. You know, you get a 65-yard return, a 70-yarder for a touchdown. You get a blocked field goal taken back. Shoot, you get all that, man. Yeah, you're going to beat somebody 45 to nothing. So that's that's what happened. Um, that's what happened to him. So we're going to hear from Coach Lynn. And, uh, yeah, these uh, Charger clips, these are about the saddest I've, <laughs> I've seen this season. But, man, uh, yeah. So, But, you know, that that's, you know, you don't want to see the wounded dog because uh, they're going to come out fighting. They, they're going to believe they can take it to, to the Falcons, and um, especially with the uh, pass defense and the numbers. So, uh, just that, we'll hear Coach Lynn, uh, just a couple locals, and then we'll be out. Let's uh, check out Coach Lynn right now. Uh, Anthony, obviously, uh, Justin's a rookie, and he's um, he's learning. But uh, does it concern you at all that against the three AFC East, uh, taking out the Jets out of it, that against the three AFC East uh, teams, he struggled against all three of them? All three of the defenses, the Buffalo Bills, the Patriots, and the, um, and the Miami Dolphins? You know, he, like you said, he's a rookie. He's still learning this game. And, and you know, those guys all, well, we knew some of the similar packages were going to come this week. They came uh, Miami week. They came the Bills week uh, because they had an extra week to prepare for us and all that. But, uh, you know, we were ready. And uh, we, we broke down in front of them a bit. You know, uh, they got to him early. And uh, with four-man rushes that they should not have gotten there. And, uh, you know, those things, uh, that was not his fault. But at the same time, the ball's going to come out on time. And the ball's going to come out quicker. And, uh, and we have to start looking for certain targets and just get back to our progression. And then, uh, Anthony, the, I'm just going to put it blunt. Why do you feel like you're the man that uh, – why do you feel like you're the right coach to change this around and lead this team moving forward after this season? Well, I've worked, I've worked my tail off my whole life to get here. And, uh, yeah, I'm having a down year, and I understand people are going to take shots and people are going to be critical. That's to be expected, but we have had some success here as well. I think, I think I'm the guy to get this back on the right track. So uh, I'm going to evaluate everything, and starting with myself. But uh, I do believe I, I, I 
out the mentors, out the experience. I've been in certain places and I've had success. Uh, and I've, I've been through some, some peaks and valleys, some ups and downs. And I know when you're down and how, how to come back. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I have a lot of confidence in myself because a lot of people have confidence in me. So, uh, yeah. Thank you, Anthony. Yeah, Coach Lynn said he's the man to bring the Chargers back. So, uh, I don't know what else he could say, but that's what he said. So, yeah, I just found a couple, um, you know, Casey Hayward from Vandy, uh, former Green Bay Packer, Perry, Georgia. He works out with this local um, trainer. She's a lady, uh, and I couldn't find her name, but I wanted to do a story on her in the offseason. I met her while I was at the um, – uh, a Fox event for Pam Oliver during the Super Bowl week, and she won an award. And um, I got it written down somewhere, but I want to find her and do a story because she, after she, Casey Hayward started training with her, all of a sudden he picked up his speed and uh, was able to make a couple Pro Bowls there. So uh, that's stuck in the back of my mind. I got to get to that story. And uh, John Hurst. West Georgia, wide receiver on the practice squad with the Los Angeles Chargers. So, hey, with that, I made it through the podcast without calling them the San Diego Chargers. So, I'm proud of myself. Uh, so, with that, we're going to get on out of here. This is going to be an interesting week. Uh, got some, uh, got a young way coup story coming your way. We're going to look at Isaiah Oliver. Uh, then we talked with... Um, Greg Knapp last week, he uh, runs the workout. He's Falcons quarterback coach, and he runs the workouts at the Combine for the last 20 years. So we're going to talk to him about what we did already, you know, about this, uh, you know, how now you really got to have mobile quarterbacks. Uh, and you still got to be able to do some things uh, other than just run. So uh, we talked about being able to throw from the pocket on third down and in the red zone. Uh, so we're going to look at the, the trend now to more mobile quarterbacks. Uh, Falcons um, have been studying that or were studying under GM Thomas Dimitrov, and we'll see. That'll be an issue for the, the new GM when he gets in. They got a story out on AJC.com about three of the interviews coming up. Terry Fontenot from the Saints, Brad Holmes from the Rams, and Rick Smith, former Houston Texans uh, general manager. So with that, hey, let's get on out of here. It's the 236th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Take care and have a great rest of the week. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents... Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop story. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny... One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. 
the AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.